and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm going to be completely, completely honest. This is probably the most impromptu podcast I've ever recorded. It's just me today. It's going to be super quick, but I don't often release ones that are timely, so are very in keeping with a specific time of year, but this one is incredibly specific. So I think it's good if I just jump on chat away for a couple of minutes and you can take away anything anything of value for this. So first I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas. Uh, we're now obviously in that weird limbo period between Christmas and New Year where it's, you know, do I put down the chocolates? Do I start eating normally? Do I exercise? Do I change out my pajamas? I think to be honest, it's very much a make what you will of it for just now. If you want to not do anything and chill out, do it. If you've had a really, really busy year, if you've had enough of the quality street and you want to keep moving, I think getting out and about and enjoying the outdoors just now is is, is a great option. For a lot of us as well, particularly in Dundee in Scotland, we're now finding ourselves in a tier four situation again. Again, so to be honest, more than ever, I think doing what actually makes you happy or what's going to boost your mood, keep morale high is really, really important. And to be honest, as much as I think you can, you know, have a blueprint of what you're going to do for the next few days, I would honestly go with it and see how you feel and just keep on top of on top of those good vibes. But anyway, I do hope everyone had an amazing Christmas. Uh, mine was strange. I am in the new bachelor pad, if anyone's been following the progress on that. And apologies if this sounds particularly echoey. I did half think about sitting in the hallway cupboard with all the coats, but um, yeah, I'd have a new a new house, but no furniture. So it's gonna be a little bit echoey for the next little while. But anyway, down to the nitty gritty of today. Like I say, this is pretty timely and I'm actually doing this exercise right now and have been doing it for the last couple of days. That's how much I kind of prioritize planning at this time of year and particularly setting business up and synchronizing systems and making sure everything's running the way that I would I would like it to do. I actually find this time of year a very, very useful um, time to be reflecting on what's going on. So that being said, goal setting. Um, my clients are probably going to be rolling their eyes at this. We did our first take of goal setting on the check-in on the 4th of December. That's how early we were talking about this. And there's a couple of reasons for this. There's actually five reasons that I like to goal set full stop. But I do like to get the ball rolling particularly early. Um, I think the first reason why I like to goal set and I think it's super important is it removes this idea of new year, new me. Like we go into January, New Year's resolutions, you know exactly what I mean. It's going to be all change. I'm going to be a completely different person you get a couple of weeks in and it's it's a little bit too much like hard work. I would encourage you to ask, the current you is pretty great. You as you are, are, are great. What I would encourage you to do is think about it more as if an upgrade of the operating system rather than changing to a whole different device. Like I'm looking for my clients to update your iOS and not change you completely to Android. The habits that you currently have are, are probably working. What we want to do over the next little while is possibly spend a little bit more time prioritizing 
those habits that are serving you really well and spending less time reducing the ones that possibly aren't working for you as well. But you don't need to come in and overhaul your whole life come January. I would encourage you to tweak rather than bulldoze in and change everything for a couple of reasons and adherence is, is the primary one. But definitely, I think planning in advance removes this notion of, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change absolutely everything. The other thing that planning in advance allows you to do, and okay, we did it super early at the start of December, but you still have time now, so I would urge you to do it, is it gives you time to actually prepare. If you're planting the seeds of ideas of what you want for next year and you're doing that early, it gives you time to actually consider if that's what you want. It gives you time to change them. It gives you time to go into more detail and really scope out the ideas that you're thinking of instead of this kind of overnight rash decision of, okay, well, next week I'm going to, you know, become a professional piano player I don't know anything like that you you know you're actually thinking okay well actually do I even want to play the piano do I even like the piano where on earth am I going to put a piano in my house do you know what I mean it really gives you time to iron out any potential barriers are the goals correct are they in line with what you actually want and gives you time to put things in place to actually allow you to start the third reason for planning and setting goals I think it really allows you to map out your year so uh, particularly the last year with things like so many weddings being postponed. I've actually got so many clients coming, you know, coming up to their 30th birthdays next year, lots of brides. Um, it gives you time to actually map out and say, okay, well, this is what's happening in April. This is what's happening in June, July, whenever it may be. What it then allows you to do is map your goals and reverse engineer back from that. So say, for instance, you have holidays is a touchy one at the moment, isn't it? Because none of us know when we're going to be able to travel. But say, for instance, you have a wedding coming up. And we know that that is in the middle of June. Well, it makes absolutely logical sense for me to then tailor your weight loss plan around that, that June date, anchor the points in the year, and then design the process and the systems around that that's going to let you work towards those goals. I think that's a really, really effective way to do it. I also think, and maybe this is a little bit retrospective, but you'll know for next year, that Planning in advance allows you to really, really enjoy the festive period. So the reason I like to do it so early is if you know that everything's taken care of, that you're all set up, that say your coach is on board for January, it allows you to sit back and relax and go, I've got this. I know what's going to happen. I'm confident in the systems that we've put in place and how that's going to, you know, I'm going to kick off the year. I know what I'm working towards. It really lets you get into the mindset of starting. And I think in doing that, you can then allow yourself to enjoy the festive period a little bit more. You know, have that extra mince pie, those couple of extra drinks, because do you know what? You've got this under control. You know what you're going to do in a couple of weeks. It's not going to be forever. And you allow yourself to look forward to actually starting a new process or a new goal come January. I think that's super, super important. Setting goals early and setting them full stop, I think allows you to think about the bigger picture. Very, very often we get stuck in the hamster wheel of the Monday to Friday. I know because I do it myself. We get stuck in the day-to-day, -day, the gym sessions, the prepping the food, the thinking about the next weekly check-in. We get stuck in that and we don't often spend more time, because it does take more time, zooming out and taking a bird's eye view of what we're actually doing and what we're actually working towards. Two things, I th two reasons why I think people don't do this. One, it takes a bit of time, so you actually have to set aside time to to think, to actually say, okay, well, I'm going to think about, you know, the wider 
picture of my life, what I want to achieve. Perhaps it's fitness specific, perhaps it's in your personal life, perhaps it's you're studying for something or it's, or it's your business. Or, and you actually have to put aside valuable, uninterrupted time to, to think through that. And that can be tricky to weave into to a busy working week, particularly if you've got family commitments, young kids, etc. The other reason I think people don't do it is because by cementing goals and by literally putting pen to paper a lot of the time, you then therefore want something. You're then committed to something. And I have a funny feeling that a lot of people don't commit to things because they might fail. And the notion of failing is, is a little bit scary. So it's easier not to do it at all. My counter argument to that would be you're never going to get anywhere unless you commit and work hard towards something. And actually, if you're crystal, crystal clear on your vision and what you want, it actually makes decision making and working towards those goals really easy. For dieting, for instance, I mean, if you if you're getting ready for a, I was going to say a shoot, but that's a bit of a sore subject at the moment. Everyone's shoots are getting cancelled. Um, what I would say is that it actually makes dieting for a specific event quite easy. Like, is this in line with my calories? Yes or no? Is getting my training session in right now going to help me towards my body composition goals? Yes or no? It becomes a very easy process of, if I do this, I'm going to get one step closer to my goals. If I don't, I won't. And actually, I do think that setting those goals, committing to them, writing them down does in some ways make things a little bit easier. Um, but perhaps perhaps that's just me. So I think setting goals is, is really important and it's something that, that we need to do for a number of reasons. Like I said, I prefer to do it earlier the better to allow those, those thoughts and those, you know, my strategies around how I'm going to do that almost marinade over a couple of weeks where I can kind of go, okay, well, this is what I was thinking. Is this realistic? Is it what I actually want? So there's the goal setting process then I think it's important to review your year. So reviewing the year you've had and considering, you know, what were the wins and the successes? Clients of mine think about it like an extended check-in. You know that box where I always ask you, what were your wins from the week? Well, what were your wins of the year? And I'm not going to hammer on about 2020, how difficult it's been. And, you know, I, I don't need to reiterate that. Um, but what I would say is that there have been, on reflection for me, a hell of a lot of wins that or things have happened this year that literally just would not have happened had we not been in the situation that, that we were put in. For instance, you know, we did a, a squat challenge for the NHS. We did a four-week power challenge with women all over the world. Uh, we then repeated that challenge very shortly after because the results were so great. There were Zoom classes. I never, ever, ever would have imagined I'd be jumping about my garage and holding classes multiple times a week over the internet had it not been for, for COVID. Other things, boot camps, um, <laughs> throwing tires around with clients in the middle of a field all summer. You know, it's these kind of things, they really, I think, pushed you outside the box. Podcasts, I probably wouldn't have done as many podcasts or being able to reach out to or being connected to so many people if it hadn't been for the COVID situation and how easy it's really been for us to, you know, learn to communicate and engage over over different mediums and I think you know it's these are massive things to take away from the year and the fact that I think we can you know we didn't have our 
our usual holidays and family events and etc. Okay, yeah, but we need to kind of think outside the box and, and look at the, the silver linings to all of this. And I'm going to do the same for next year as well. Obviously, I hope everything will return to normal. But there will always be great things that are going to come out of it. So it's, it's really how you choose to look at it, I think. So when reviewing your year, the wins and successes are definitely a, a major one. I would start there as well. Then I would also have think about the things that could have been improved. And, you know, not just what could have been improved, but what would I do in future if I was presented with the same situation? So for me, for instance, the next time, you know, if we go into lockdown again, I would like to make sure that the transition into online was, was even faster than it was before. How could things be improved for my clients? How can I reach a wider audience? How can, you know, we improve our, whatever it may be. Um, so definitely improvements. Um, how much of the year was spent being consistent? I think this is really, really important. I mean, a lot of the work I do with my clients is around habit formation, lifestyle factors, obviously the, the baseline, sticking to training, nutrition, etc. How much of the year was actually spent being consistent and was that more than the year previously? I fully understand that there are points in the year where perhaps training and dieting is more intense than other times and that's to be expected. But overall, was I consistently working towards the person that I'm, that I'm, want to be your future Caroline is the way I always think about it myself in the third person but I always think about my future self and am I consistently doing things that make me more in line with that future person that's how um, I like to think about the decisions or the, or the habits or the um what I'm faced with um what new habits have you formed that you wouldn't have done a year ago and I think this one it sounds really really simple but actually habit formation and the change in your baseline is something that's actually quite difficult to track unless you take a step back and take a bit of an objective view what do I mean by that so say at the start of the year you were someone who really really struggled to get out of bed you were always you know rolling into the office just five minutes before work started hair all over the place hadn't eaten breakfast yet this was me <laughs> if you get that's how I used to turn up for work um and then by the end of the year you find that you automatically jump out of bed at six o'clock you you know you're you're full of energy you spend you know an hour in the morning you know doing self-development whatever that may be now how did that happen that's a new habit and you don't often wake up and just decide you're going to to be this or have this new habit it usually takes work it usually takes practice and you know a couple of hurdles along the way but it's not something that usually happens overnight habit formation maybe you know you used to be someone who always always without fail after dinner would go to the fridge and you know have a have a dessert or have something sweet or maybe that kind of thing just doesn't really cross your mind anymore maybe it's a habit that you've broken and it's just accumulated over time and now you wouldn't even think about going back to your quote-unquote previous previous behaviors this could be anything it could be to do with if you're studying it could be um to do with phone use maybe you without fail never look at your phone past whatever time maybe you know I'm all big for notifications being off but um you know this could be anything so think outside the box when it comes to what habits might have changed for you this year actually the most common one I often hear from clients is when they'll say things to me like 
training is now just part of my day or my week like I don't even think about being quote-unquote motivated to go to the gym anymore because it's now just something that I do that's a super common one um so you've set your goals you've reviewed the year looking at the wins and the successes what could have been improved how much of the year was spent being consistent and the new habits that you've formed now it's time to get a little bit more practical. So these are the things that I've actually been working through and there are sheets of paper everywhere um, about now I have these goals, now I've looked at the year and what I actively want to improve. How do I practically implement that? And I do it by, by three ways. So I kind of touched on this earlier. I cement the year into anchors. So anchors being events, um, or notable kind of markers throughout the year. Now, these could be absolutely anything. Really kind of common ones would be weddings, um, big family events, social occasions, holidays, although I know that's a bit hit or miss at the moment, but holidays, and um, something that you have in your calendar in the future, whether it be you know short, medium, or long-term, to look forward to. So those would be anchors. If you do not have any social events or you do not have like big events of the year, don't panic. You can invent these. You can engineer or architect your own anchors throughout the year. I tend to do these in the the realm of kind of like photo shoots. So if I say to myself, okay, I want to be quite lean by Let's just say, I have no idea where my photo shoot's gonna be now. Um, the photographer is Welsh, so if this ever happens, uh, goodness knows. Um, so anyway, the, um, I might say to myself, okay, I wanna be super lean mid-March, and I would then reverse engineer from there what I would need to do in order to get you know where I wanted to be for that date. I might then pop in another goal towards the middle of the year. I want to be able to wear you know, this, this pair of shorts by X date. And what I'm trying to say is that, okay, you don't need to depend on social events or anything else to create or pinpoint these, these focal points or these um, finish lines in your year. You can work towards something that you have designed or you have chosen as, as your anchor. So I would cement these anchors where they're relevant in the year. And I've actually just done someone's check-in. I think we pinpointed something like six or seven <laughs> anchors in her year. So it's going to be a really, really busy one. I'm looking forward to it. And so after we've done that, I then implement quarterly plans. So quarterly reviews, to be honest, you probably do these, if you work in a corporate setting you probably do these for work and we're really really good at host, like hosting uh, review meetings peer reviews you maybe have these with your manager every you know season quarter month whatever it may be we're really really crap at having them for ourselves the reason i like quarterly review and quarterly plans is that it can be really really difficult to translate your year goals so the goals that you want to set for the whole year into the things that you do every single day. So just for instance, if I got up in the morning and what am I reading at the moment? If I, I'm reading a book on Glute Lab, the art and science of strength and physique training of glutes specifically. Okay, well, how do I translate getting up every morning to read that book for half an hour 
into my yearly goals? Well, if my yearly goals is to improve my client experience, to improve my personal knowledge, to improve my training techniques and programming, well, me getting up every single morning to read and develop my knowledge in that area is is a good way to do that. But it's being able to take those very long-term goals and translate them into the things that you do every single day. And I find that's a lot easier when you have quarterly plans in place because it acts as that middle ground. So you've got your yearly goal, you break that down into things you want to achieve per quarter, and then what's 12 weeks? Honestly, 12 weeks goes in the blink of an eye, particularly I feel like the way I'm always running around and by the time we're in the gym, we're into the next week and all of it. Um, 12 weeks goes so quickly. So it's a lot easier to to translate day-to-day activities into that 12-week span. So you've got your anchor points of the year, quarterly meetings, and then you're probably like this, you're crazy. Um, I implement weekly meetings with myself. Now these might only be half an hour long, but it allows me to go, okay, right. It's almost like a mini check-in. Think about exactly the way we do our check-ins, um, but it allows me to review what I've done on a given week. Did I, you know, did I stick to my training? Did I get my step count high enough? Did I hit my macros, did I, all these things. It might be personal, like those, or it can be things like, okay, well, did you actually work on that little bit of the website that you said you were gonna do? Did you actually do this? Okay, well, if that didn't happen, why didn't it happen? Why has this happened two weeks in a row? Let's sort it out. And actually sitting down once a week, like I say, it doesn't have to be for long, really allows you to, to reflect on what's going on. If you're a client of mine, I actually recommend that you um, tie this into your weekly check-ins with me. So if you spend 15 minutes filling out your check-in form and telling me about your week and how it's gone and why not add an extra 10 on to the end and say, okay, well, what am I doing in a wider sense? What am I doing in my personal life? What am I doing in my professional life, my business life? Um, Am I working towards these things as actively as I'm working towards my my check-ins and my physique goals? You have me to keep you accountable for that. So be accountable to yourself and implement this as as something extra you do once a week to really make sure that everything in your life is going going the way that you want it to go. I've not started coaching with Caroline, the life coaching service, but it really sounds like this is the way it's going. Um, No, absolutely. This is, like I say, this is just a little bit of an insight into the way that I do things and honestly if if even just one person finds this useful and they think you know what I actually would find it really valuable to write down my goals and keep myself a little bit accountable and review my progress a little bit more often then this will be well worth it. So we've looked at setting goals, reviewing the year, um, practical implementation with your anchors, quarterly plans and meetings then you want to really think about actionable steps. So this is something that you do right now. And I don't mean you think about doing it and do it tomorrow. You do it literally right now. So if you're listening to me on a walk, I presume a lot of us are now going sky high with our steps, now we've got no gym access. If you're listening to me on a walk, why don't, as soon as this is finished, you make a voice note to yourself. Why don't you record five goals that you want to have set by the end of 2021? Even better, I will put them in my phone and I text them to myself. So I'd send myself a text message with things in them that then pop up on my laptop and I have to remember. Um, Why don't you put five bullet points right now and by the time you finish your walk, you have to have filled that in. 
or perhaps if you are you're listening to me while you're you're driving or you're you know I don't know when else do you listen to podcasts cleaning cooking anything why don't you just grab a piece of paper a post-it note or not when you're driving um grab a piece of paper a post-it note put it into you know five sections and, and write down five goals that you want to achieve by the end of the year stick it on the fridge and tomorrow you can think about a little bit more about how you're going to do it but start now put something on paper like literally right this second because if you don't do it right now you won't even start and you'll put it off and you put it off and you put it off it can be a scribble it can be a tiny little thing in the corner of your laptop it could be you know just something that is you doing something about this right now and not tomorrow not next week not the 1st of January but actually putting things into into practice and to be honest I think a lot of the time we consume a lot of information, we listen to a lot, but implementation is where it often falls down. That's the same with following diet and protocols and training is that, yeah, everything can seem like a good idea. We've got kind of, what's the, we've got all the tools, but no, no. What's the phrase? All the gear, but no idea. Like you set yourself up, but the actual implementation of it is, is where we tend to slightly fall down. So do something about this right, right, right the second. It could be really simple. It could be, you know, do you need to order a new set of scales because you're going to be starting a new program? Do you have to order some Tupperware? Can you put your Tupperware out on the kitchen counter right now so that you're ready to go tomorrow? Can you, just literally anything, something that's going to just make you feel as if, you know, I'm going to actually do something about this and it's going to be different this time and I'm going to actually work towards my goals and not in a new year new me situation remember you're upgrading you're not overhauling so oh that was my that's my rant for the day literally this has been very very impromptu like I say I'm sitting in the living room with these sheets of paper for you know my goals for next year as I say I've spent the last few days changing and upgrading and systemizing a lot of I don't actually want to say too much about it. There's going to be quite a bit of change in January for clients, both one-to-one and online, and I'm really, really excited about it. Obviously, that's taken a bit of time to kind of step back and get it organized, so I can't wait for you to see the finished results and what we're going to be doing over the next little while. In other news, what else is going on? Obviously, the gyms are closed. I am working very much on the basis that we're going to be back on the in the middle of January. I will, you know, be the eternal optimist and I'll hear no negativity towards that whatsoever will as ever and the whole time you know this whole year it's going to be we'll deal with it when it happens so don't control the controllables and so don't worry about things that have not happened yet because I certainly am not if if that was the case you'd never get anything done so uh, control what you can control be as positive as you can clients I'm looking forward to getting started on the 4th of January um I don't often um shamelessly plug online or one-to-one coaching but if anyone is looking to kick off next year I have a few and I mean literally a couple of spaces both between online and one-to-one been full for quite a while which is amazing um so if anyone is looking to start their process get in touch and we will jump on an old coaching call but yeah I hope you I hope you enjoy this time I hope if you've got time off still you enjoy it with your families and your loved ones the ones that you can see and I'm really really looking forward to getting 2021 underway 
got clients going into their own photo shoot preps. So I'll have my girls in front of the camera at the end of March, which is really, really exciting. And for everyone else, so we are in, your plans are all ready to go. I am all ready to go and the systems are, are under construction. So we're, we're getting there. But thank you so much as ever, if you found this valuable or, you know, to keep yourself accountable, why don't you send me your goals? Why don't you pop over either a DM, an email, or if you're, you're a client of mine, got me on WhatsApp, send me over the goals that you've um, decided on or the actionable step that you've taken right now. And, and let me know if this, if this was helpful. It'd be great to hear from you, but thank you very much. Um, and we'll speak very, very soon.